Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh yeah? Oh yeah? Well, hello, my sweet lovers, Marato Tle, and welcome to Tasso, the African Sex Show Online. I'm Lorraine Leinhardt, your host and creator of Tasso, saving it raw and keeping it real. Keeping it real. So how about you open your mind and expand your erotic horizons? Welcome aboard to an exhilarating ride with your number one undisputed African sex goddess. Okay, that part may be wrong, but hey, join my naughty cult and connect with all my sexy people around the world. This is Tasso, rated 18 plus and definitely not for the faint-hearted. Are you ready? Are you ready? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Tussle. And if it's your first time on the show, hello, Marato Clay. And Marato means lots of love, always. Well, we are talking about the big dick bullshit. And honestly, I'm not even going to go on and on about it this time. Because as some of you may already know, I like them small anyway. So, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go straight into welcoming my guest for this episode. You already know who this is. Welcome to Tasso. This is Mr. Silo. Hello. Mr. Silo, welcome to Tasso. Thank you for having me. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. According to researchers, yeah. your average dick is five. Mm. It's only five inches long erect. Okay. So, if five inches is the norm, it's the, you know, the majority. Mm-hmm. Tell me about these guys who sometimes would be like begging for sex and saying, hey, baby, let me just put the head. What head? <laughs> <laughs> the one who put the head, that means if they're putting their head. It's all, that's it. That's all of it. Because the thing is, they're going to put the head and you'll be waiting for the rest of it. And there's nothing left. That's that's <laughs> all of it. <laughs> so, and then we girls, we're thinking, oh, you know what? He he started this by asking for just you know, let me just put the head in. So there must be a lot more to it. And you'll mm-hmm. be going, oh, daddy, deeper, deeper. And nothing is happening because I need a light. <laughs> Let me tell you a joke, right? <laughs> There's this oh guy. Oh There's this guy. You know, I'm from Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. There's the Shona tribe. The, the Shona people. Mm-hmm. They seem like, I'm told that they are married to a Shona woman. <laughs> okay. So, Shona... But you are in the belly. Let's just get that one clear. Straight. Mm-hmm. Let's get it straight. Yeah. So, the Shona people... Whenever they're having sex, I'm told, but my wife can't do that. I'm told that most of the Shona girls, when they're having sex, they're like, give it to me, give it some more, give it some more. And they'll be talking in Shona, you know? <laughs> okay. So, and the other guy got a woman, a Shona woman, mm-hmm. and then he puts his dick in, in the pussy. The woman says, oh, baby, give it to me, give, him, give, give me more. And the guy, when they were in this head, stopped and he's like, just shut up. I just gave you everything I have. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> oh, my 
I get? I was actually watching um, an American comedian also saying the same thing. Uh, like, you know, if uh, if a girl uh, goes on about, hey, go deeper, go deeper, you should probably also just start talking and say, yeah, tighter, tighter. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, make it tighter, baby, make it tighter. <laughs> make it smaller. <laughs> Because <laughs> I am feeling shit. <laughs> I believe, uh, I think with this whole big dick thing, from my perspective, is more to do with white people. No, I, I very much that. I think, like I said on my previous episodes, they may well have started the the whole hype somehow. Because if, um, for example, African people are known to have big dicks anyway, it's not something that we would have spoken about because it would have been the norm to us. It's like, okay, yeah, we get big dicks or what? Everybody else has it, you know, that kind of thing. But they may well have started it. But I think now even us, you know, black people, we just go on and on about this big dick this, Ooh, his dick is big and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. The, the phenomenon now, people are actually believing that bullshit as well. Let me tell you something. Sex is supposed to be nice, not painful. <laughs> okay? Uh. So when a woman starts have pain because of your instrument, it's no longer sex. So do you think that uh, the people who wish to have a big dick because uh, there's still men out there, regardless of how many uh, difficulties men with big dicks face, there are still other men out there who are wishing, oh, I wish I had a bigger dick, and, you know, going out of their way to try and get themselves bigger dicks. Do you think the underlying reason for, for, for those wishes could be because they want to inflict pain on a woman? Let me, let me, let me, let me be specific here about myself. Mm. My penis is good enough the way it is. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Can I have a little try? <laughs> I need to see you this. You having a try. Let's Girl. let's Snapchat. <laughs> Go, you having a try? Will make my wife jealous five times more because no, it'll it'll make her a murderer. It won't make her just jealous. <laughs> She'll be on death row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, on seriously, do you think it's just like? Uh, do you feel that maybe some men actually feel more powerful or more stronger if they're inflicting a certain degree of uh, pain? So th this is. This is my thought. Most men, because they want to contest mm -hmm. of the areas that they're insecure about, and then for them compensating that, they try to compensate it with talking tough. Oh, my dick is big. Oh, I'm going to take you to heaven. Oh, I'm going to take you to, to Spain with my dick. Mm -hmm. Just because of an area that they're lacking confidence in. So uh, there is no woman that comes across and say, oh, well, I've had sex with this guy. 
actually he actually got nothing oh no that women talk trust me they do say stuff like that like ugh. well they yeah. talk among themselves but they don't tell the dude when he's finished oh some will <laughs> some, you know some women are mean as fuck <laughs> They'll tell you what that. is this? Oh, really? Oh my god! I've 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 met some guys. I've spoken to some guys whose egos are so bruised because these women just told them straight, like, "Don't ever call me again. Delete my number. This is shit." <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. If we had women like that, I think we'd have less of this stupidity of men trying to tell you. Or women trying to say, oh, well, I want a big dick. It will stop. So, but then because again, then we are actually saying that the whole drama with the big dick issue is really caused by women. Because if they're the ones lying and uh, to men and not being honest about uh, their performances or their sizes and, you know, saying nice things just to try and massage egos, then they are part of the problem. So for as long as they're, you know, they are making the whole, dramatizing the whole big dick thing, for as long as they're doing that, men are, are going to continue, you know, feeling under pressure to have bigger dicks and, and stuff like that. But do they, ex you know, this uh, enlargement uh, products, do they actually work? Do you know of anybody who's actually used them and they worked? Well, like I started, I said, I'm okay with my penis the way it is. Yeah, but do you know anybody who's actually used this enlargement stuff and uh, had uh, satisfying results? No, 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 no. I've, I've never thought about that, and I don't know any guy. <laughs> More, maybe. Because, because they're quite said, popular. You know what? I, I was um, in, in Johannesburg with uh, my son. Mm-hmm. And, and they use this. No, listen, and here's the thing, because, you know, like with kids, like now he's at the age where he can read properly. Mm -hmm. And in Joburg, they will have like on lampposts in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, penis enlargement, blah, 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 posters. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge shock to him. Like he was trying to get his head around that because imagine if you're a child who's never actually come across stuff like that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing for the kids who already live in that country because they've seen that all the time. They've seen that growing up. Mm -hmm. But for him, it was like, okay, mommy, explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, huh? Like, he was really trying to figure out, you know, there's you're, a you're... poster everywhere. There are posters everywhere saying that. Well, what you can do, <laughs> you just tell your son, Sonny, what you just saw there, that apply to you. <laughs> no, but if you say that to them, you make them even more curious, like, you know, because I can just imagine a little boy, like, checking out his own little willy, trying to figure out, do I need an enlargement? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. our world today, let's be practical. If, if, if your instrument ain't growing to the level that you expect it to be, unfortunately, God don't work with your expectations. <laughs> he is your father. He decides how big the thing's supposed to be for you. So mm. when you got a short one, you were meant to have a short one. Be grateful. Use it as short as it grateful is. Grateful for a short one? 
and use it wisely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can just imagine some people listen to this and thinking grateful. I'll just, you know, say to God, you might as well just take it back, you know, and give me a pussy. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, no matter how big or small it is, find a way to use it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you will find the people that are really interested in that small one or the big one. And we are all got, you know, we all got pets to yeah, play. Yeah, you know what? Life. This is the thing. Like, you know, for every big one, there's a woman out there who can accommodate it, right? Thank you. And for every small one, there's a woman out there who can also accommodate it or who can like it. But here is the problem. How do you, it, are there certain things that, you know, you can actually identify, uh, say, women with? Like, as a man, are there certain things that you look for? Like, mm, this one, maybe if her shoe is size three, I'm not going to be able to fit my stuff in. <laughs> in a pussy. Are there certain things that, you know, you can give as an advice to, to, to men to look for? Because it's, it's hard having to go through so many women to find the perfect fit for you. Um, I think... <laughs> well, I speak on mostly. I always speak about relationships, mm -hmm. and I believe that it's not about. I think sex is more to ice your your relationship. You think it's just the icing on the cake? No, I don't think so. I it's totally disagree because, like, you can meet somebody who is totally perfect. You know, they like their personality is great. Uh, they have a big heart and whatever else you may be looking for. And they're, you know, he's a they nice human. sexually. But if, if it doesn't work sex-wise, you know, that relationship is more or less doomed. Yeah, let's balance this. Mm -hmm. It's not about your instrument in there. It's about how you use it. And I think, you know, as well, like when you're saying that as well as the dick, you know, there's so many other parts of yourself uh, that you can use to pleasure your partner. So it doesn't Thank always... Thank you! Have Praise to be a dick. God! But we people, love this! <laughs> people kind <laughs> of get wrapped up in the, in the dick thing and, you know. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Because, you know, there are some, like a lot of women... Uh, who say, for example, use sex toys. Mm -hmm. Like you can literally have a vibrator mm -hmm. that you never actually need to put inside you. Uh -huh. Like a vibrator that's just like in the shape of a dick and all that, but you never really have to use it as like a dick because mm. all you really have to do, because say if you're masturbating as a woman, all you want to do is just to come, right? And you can mm -hmm. do that by just stimulating your clitoris. You, you don't mm -hmm. actually need to be humping yourself with like a plastic thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it shows you that, now you know. Now you call it a plastic thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's now a plastic thing. Well, what do you want me to call it? My husband. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were kind of like fan on these things. Yeah, I am a fan <laughs> of them. You know, I, I, I am, a, you know, I'm, I'm a proud fan of them. It cannot be a plastic thing when you kind of like use it for satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it thing. is. You got to accept. Like you said earlier, you got to accept reality. You know, if God wanted it to be flesh, it would have been flesh, right? Thank you. <laughs> People should live with 
you within know, their I, means. I, I, exactly. <laughs> you, you know what? Um, there is this little man, Kevin Hart. Oh, my like God. We're not going to discuss Kevin Hart's dick, are we? <laughs> no, we're not talking about his instrument. But okay. he, said to you, he said one thing that I really <laughs> kind of like resonated with me. Mm -hmm. He says, stay in your freaking lane. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but you know the, the, the know. small uh, belt men, like, you know, the short guys like Kevin Hart and the tiny ones, they can give you a shock <laughs> of your life. Oh, down there. <laughs> because you cannot you know, <laughs> underestimate them. And you just think because he's tiny, you know, but some, a lot of them, actually, their dicks are just out of proportion to their bodies. They'll be like, whoa, <laughs> dude. Like, you know, because then you start to realize that the reason why he shot in the first place is because God put a lot of, <laughs> a lot of his height, <laughs> a lot of his height is on that length of the dick. Men go to the toilet together, right? When you go to the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, and then you check each other out. Like, how the hell did you get that at your height? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you look at somebody who's maybe oh, um, shorter than you, and you're like, dude, damn. damn. How the hell did you get to that point? <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, one of the uh, the things that I don't really fancy much about mm -hmm. big dicks is just the fact that they don't quite get hard enough. Yeah, well, they, there is no like, strength. Like, they'll get hard, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't get quite hard enough. And you don't want to be shoving a dick in, you know, squeezing it in because it's all... It's really like you're using a socks, you know, full of... <laughs> you kind oh of put pudding inside the socks and you're like yeah let's do this yeah <laughs> you know and the thing is the more limpy it is the more the the condom is struggling to hold on to like it oh, no. i cannot hold on to this so you have these issues where the bloody condom is left inside of you because, you know, the, the dick could not just quite hold. Talking of which, by the way, apparently only 2% of the male population need uh, extra large condoms. You said how many percent? Because, you know, how condoms come in sizes. 2%. 2. Praise just 2%. God. So really... You know, so really, guys are lying, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I always say this even to Christian. I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Christians don't want to talk about two things. They don't want to talk about sex and money, even though they all want some. They all want sex and they all want money. Exactly, but they don't want to talk about it. When you talk about it, you find somebody opening up their eyes as if they are being boiled in a hot pot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Let's say this. In conclusion, mm -hmm. whether you've got a big dick, you've got a small dick, if you're a man, your ego shouldn't be based on how big your instrument is. It's how good you use it. 
and how happy the one that you are with is with your instrument. That's I the, totally that, agree. That. I think at the end of the day is about uh, just figuring out each other's needs and you know whatever you. makes the other happy, and then just focusing on making each other happy with whatever you got. You know, I was actually talking to somebody about this dick, big dick confidence and whatever dick confidence, mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. ended up having touching on the subject of circumcision. Mm -hmm. And this guy was so excited that uh, he just got circumcised. I was like, "Oh yeah, all right, okay, cool." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it's so cool. It looks so cool. Can I send you the picture?" I'm like, "Hell no!" <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that you know there's this funny thing? I was saying even to all my African friends, there's this funny notion, mm. even with women, when you start to have a conversation with a, an opposite sex mm -hmm. about sex, there is so much that runs into our minds as a people, oh, you're having sex with that person, you're fantasizing, you're thinking of having sex with them. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot more after starting this podcast, actually, that like uh, a lot of some of the men that I talk to, suddenly, even if we had a relationship before, like a friendship before where we just discuss other things and everything, but now because we talk about sex and sexual stuff quite a lot, suddenly the conversation are getting a lot more weird by the day because now they think, oh, you know, if she's going to be talking about sex with me, that means she's open, she's game, she's game for this. But, you know, no. the whole point of this is trying to get people to openly uh, talk about sex without, you know, you know what I mean? I want to be able to just talk to a male friend of mine about sex and everything without him thinking that I'm offering pussy. <laughs> you know, there is this thing I've always said with, with especially our African notion and norms about women and men mm -hmm. that whenever you went to school and you learned science i don't know if you did science at school i hated it but yeah i did it <laughs> when they were talking about the reproductive system they didn't tell you about you know they didn't use uh things that were not there mm -hmm. they used things that you had it didn't mean that teachers when they were starting to talk about your fallopian tubes and all those kind of like uteruses and all these kind of things they want to have sex with. They are showing you, you know, how actually, the reproductive is, system works. Yeah, that is the point. But they, uh, that's, that's a, actually a very good point. You know, you didn't actually, as, as a young boy, you know, with all those hormones, you were not actually starting to think, oh, my size, my biology teacher, you know, maybe I should hit on her because she's, she's game because she's talking about sex and you know private parts and stuff like that but i just wonder oh my god like you know it's like in the world that we live right now the moment you start talking about sex with people they just suddenly think that oh like, you're available you're available <laughs> or oh they just instantly get horny like you just you just somehow turning them on by just discussing sex i'm like wow okay this is interesting and this is actually one of the things that are making me realize that shows like this are actually quite necessary, that we need Definitely. more. We need more just so people can have normal conversations and, you know, sex can be like a normal subject in day-to-day -day conversations without people just becoming a bit creepy about it all the time. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, the, the problem that we have, especially as Africans, that's why we die like fly, is because <clears throat> we love sex, mm-hmm. but we hate talking about it. That's why we have our kids dying at a smaller age. We, we are afraid to talk to our kids, our sisters, our friends about mm-hmm. sex. Because when a friend and a friend start to talk about sex, if you are married as a man, your wife start to look at you and think, what the freak are you talking about to another lady about sex? Yeah, you know, it's like... It's for uh, educational purposes. We exactly. need to understand that we educate each other every day. Yeah, I, I, I want to be in a position where even if I had a, a partner, you know, I, I'm quite comfortable with him talking to other women about sex. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? No, by not thinking, oh my God, you know, if he's talking, he's having sex talk with this other woman, that means there's something going on. No, it's, it's oh my God. You, you know, there is one thing I've said to people. Before I speak to people, even people of an opposite sex, There's one thing I clarify to them. Hmm. I love my wife with everything oh, I we have. We know that. <laughs> The whole world okay. knows that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I follow and, you on social media, so damn, yeah. That's what I wake up to every morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, if my wife is the love of my life, whether you are Miss Universe or you are as beautiful as the penguins in Mars. The thing is, woman, me and you talk business. <laughs> We finish there. Let's full stop. <laughs> Anything else that needs to be provided by my wife, yeah, you cannot you know, provide. I don't know if you listened to the other episode I did about... Uh... Just a general one about sex and how important it is. And mm-hmm. I was basically saying that, you know, like you can talk, have a conversation with your sister or your friend. You say, hey, how have you been? How are the kids? You know, how mm-hmm. is work and everything? Why can't we also ask, you know, some people that we care about, like, you know, how is your sex life lately? You know, are you getting some? It, it should exactly. be a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're asking people, how are you doing? How's the baby? And yeah, because that actually is, it's all, it's all part of the, uh, whatever makes that person a happy person is part of their life. You know, their sex life, their family, their business, their work and yada, yada. So it, it just makes sense to me that you should like talk to people like, you know, so how is your sex life? You know, how are, <laughs> are you safe? You know, you know, are you safe? Are you are you are you, are you getting you more? Yeah. <laughs> well, Lolo, thank you so much for having me on Tasso. It's been an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, thank you, Mr. Podcast, Sigo. and we are so excited about such topics that you choose. Keep doing what you're doing, and let's educate one another about sex and. Oh, Let's I'm learning. I'm learning so much from you and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, let's be safe. Uh-huh. Let's enjoy what was intended for pleasure. This is CeeLo. And I love you guys. Are you dropping the mic? <laughs> and I'm dropping. 
the mic. <laughs> Lolo? Mr. Silo, it's been great to have you on Tasso once again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, meeting you again on another episode. Thank you Please, so, so yeah, much for having I'm, me I'm gonna on your show. I'm going to keep stalking you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. It's always so much fun to talk to my favorite person, Mr. Silo. Anyway, should you wish to be part of Tasso and chat with me on whatever topic, just email tasso.podcast at gmail.com. The email address again, tasso.podcast at gmail.com. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for your support. I really, really appreciate it. Marato, always come back again and taste my melons. I love you. Mwah.